Hi, I'm Nell McShane Wolfhart. I've spent over a decade helping people make big choices and improve their lives in the process. In my new Audible original, The Decision Coach, you'll get a front row seat to real-time decision-making. I coach people through the toughest choices they're facing, showing them how to get unstuck and move forward. Each session is filled with plenty of actionable, useful tips to help you get better at making decisions in your own life. Go to audible.com forward slash decisions to binge all six episodes and find more inspiring listens by signing up for a free trial. Again, that's audible.com forward slash decisions. Just a heads up that today's episode is about a topic that's not necessarily suitable for everyone. We mentioned sex and substance abuse, and we have a few unbleeped curse words, too. We were having sex all the time. All the time. Every time we saw each other, every time we went out, just constantly. Whether we were wasted, whether we were sober, whether we had just eaten, it, it did not matter. This sounds like the beginning of a lot of relationships, right? That crazy in love period when you're all over each other all the time. That's how things started with today's guest, Selena, and her husband. But it's not where they are now. He's like, oh, I'm too tired to have sex. I'm too stressed. There's too much on my mind. I need to get a good night's rest. (laughs) Like, just shut up and fuck me, dude. Like, They're not having sex. Or at least they're not having the kind of sex Selena wants. And it's making her question everything about her relationship. My husband made me feel crazy about it. Oh, everything would be great if we if we had sex. That's the one thing. It's not a big deal. Well, it is a big deal. Why are we together then? So the question that I start off every session with is, what is the decision you want to make today? And can you put it in just one single sentence? So the decision I want to make today is whether or not I want to stay and continue to work in my marriage or to leave. I'm Nell McShane Wolfhart, a professional decision maker, and in each episode, I guide a client through a life-changing choice. Today, I'm going to help someone answer a question I get a lot. Is it time to break up? Welcome to The Decision Coach. Selena met her husband at a club when they were both in their early 20s. It was during my partying phase, and... I was out partying one night and, you know, classic story, guy comes up to girl, guy hits on girl, girl (laughs) likes it, they flirt. She wasn't planning on making a commitment. She enjoyed her single life, going out four or five nights a week. Selena was dating, but it often made her feel insecure. All the people she met, well, it seemed like they never thought she was good enough. Until she met him. He was a great talker. And she wanted to hear what he had to say. And he felt the same way about her. I was very hesitant and a little jaded at the time, but we just really connected off the bat very easily and felt really comfortable around each other. And I had never felt that way about someone. I always put on an act, so to speak. And I never felt like I was anything but myself with him. They got serious. Selena loved how he always made her laugh admired how loyal he was to his friends, there at a moment's notice if there was a crisis. He was affectionate and kind, 
and they had a strong physical connection. I think the first two years, it was very, you know, hot and heavy, a lot of sex, sex as soon as you walked in the door, just, you know, we just had sex all the time. That was our easiest thing. And I think when we started wedding planning, it started to slow down a lot. And the stress of wedding planning was his excuse. There was always a million excuses. You know, wedding planning, uh, work, tired, whatever. And then the wedding came and went. And the sex got slower. The fighting got more. It wasn't just about frequency. It felt to Selena like they had totally different attitudes towards sexuality in general. I have nip slips all the time. I don't wear bras. And he flips <laughs> out. <laughs> he flips out. Like, and I'm like, it's just a titty. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting to hear. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, And he's like, and you're like, what's a big deal? And he's like, oh, no, cover up. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Just so much shame around sexuality. They had more serious fights, too. Selena is 33 now, sober, in recovery. But there were years when she was drinking a lot and abusing prescription drugs. Her relationship with her family wasn't good, and she didn't have a safety net. And, you know, I was taking Adderall, I was drinking, I was doing Xanax, you know, all prescription. I was all prescribed it by a doctor but it was not healthy. I was just self-medicating rather than self-discovering. This is a kind of of out-of-bounds question, but what do you think you were self-medicating for? I don't think I liked myself. I think I was covering up a lot of trauma. Selena and her husband also come from different socioeconomic backgrounds. She was raised by a single mom and doesn't have a college degree. He went to an Ivy League school paid for by his parents. I just felt like we were two very different people. You know, he graduated college and had this happy life, and I felt like I was just damaged goods. And I used to always say this quote to him, if fish may love a bird, but where would they live? And I was very in tune that I would be different for his family, different for his community. And likewise for me. Her relationship with his family has been, well, let's just call it rocky. My parents didn't pay for college, and I didn't have this job at some bank or law firm. So all of those things just felt, I felt very judged. Very, very judged. Selena and her husband are fighting less now. He stands up for Selena when his family treats her badly, which is a big improvement. She says they're each other's biggest cheerleaders. And Selena's sobriety has been life-changing for her. She feels more in control, happier, and content with herself. Sounds great, right? But there's still the sex issue. At the moment, you guys, you're not having sex at all. Very rarely. If I initiate it, then we are. But very rarely, I would say once a month, if I'm lucky, I've pulled back on my initiation because I don't like getting rejected. Of course. Um, he, he tries, but it doesn't seem 
real. He, he, it's almost like he tries at times that he knows are inconvenient with me. They've been in couples therapy for a while to work on their sex life and their relationship. Even though we have a great life, we have a beautiful house, we have, you know, so much good and we make each other laugh. We still have fun together. We're not that couple that's sleeping in other rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just this one thing that I have a very high libido and he does not along with the fact that I like to have fun and be carefree, and he does not. I remember my girlfriend saying to me, you know, you're a very passionate and fiery, intense person, and your partner is not. So you have to accept that about them or pick someone else. And And you thought, what if I do neither? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, I will change this person. I will change them to fit the narrative that I want. Who who amongst (laughs) us? Who amongst us? So have you asked him, like, what is his plan regarding you staying married and your sex life? Yes. And it's to continue in couples therapy and hope it fixes like, he's, he's hoping that because we've muddied the fish tank, eventually the water is going to get clear. Selena came to me because she needed help deciding. Should she stay in a marriage that was giving her love, companionship, and financial support, but came with lots of bickering and a lack of sex? Or should she leave her husband and be on her own for the first time since she was 22? There is definitely a pattern that a lot of relationships follow where you meet somebody, you get really excited about them, and all of these chemicals, like all of the yummy chemicals, flood your brain. And it's called new relationship energy. It's literally like being high. (laughs) One of my clients called it the pink fuzzy stupids. This is Leah Carey. She's a sex coach based in Portland, Oregon. But at some point, your brain comes back to something approaching, you know, stasis, where it started. And that's when you actually begin having a relationship with the other person. Leah has seen a lot of couples go through conflicts around sex. So I asked her for her take on Selena's situation. She says relationships develop in all sorts of different ways. Some couples become closer and build a solid structure together. Others face growing disappointment and resentment over everything from sex to the division of household labor. And so the result is that there are many couples who are not having as much sex as they want or any sex at all. They can't get beyond the emotional stuff that's going on inside them to get to the actual physical stuff. So let's say a couple comes to you in a similar situation to Selena's. What would your first steps be? What would you suggest that they try? My biggest concern for this couple, based on what you've told me, is that it sounds like they came into this relationship with the expectation that they would be monogamous and that sex would be part of the relationship. So I would want to have Mm -hmm. a conversation with them about what were the assumptions that you made coming into this? Did you expect that this was going to be a sexual relationship long term? 
Did you expect that this would be a monogamous relationship long term? And what does monogamy mean to you? What does it look like for you? In my session with Selena, I asked her what she thought about opening her relationship. Do you think that if you had a separate sexual outlet that you would definitely stay with your husband then? Like there's enough good there to keep you in it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, yeah, it's almost, I feel disturbed saying that out loud, but because it's not something I ever thought about or grew up thinking about. It's so foreign to me, but I have brought it up to him and he said, absolutely not in therapy. Mm -hmm. I brought it up in couples therapy and he was just not about it. I told Leah that Selena's husband was unwilling to open their relationship or even to discuss it. If what's happening is she has a very high sex drive and he has a much lower sex drive and he's saying you have to be beholden to my sex drive and there are no other options, that's not really a workable relationship as far as I can tell. Because one of them is always going to be miserable. And why would you put yourself through that? I start getting back into dance, teaching dance classes, and getting a, you know, supportive job in customer service. Start painting again, start writing again. To understand how Selena is feeling now, you have to realize just how much she's changed since meeting her husband. I have no desire to go back to my 20s. I didn't know who the fuck I was. <laughs> like, I have no... Yeah, I, I'm, I've fallen in love with myself. I don't care if that sounds corny. I think I'm funny. I think I'm fun. I think I'm charismatic and a good person and a good listener. And uh, yeah, I really feel a lot lighter. And... We've talked about this in couples therapy. It's almost like the better I got, the more he got resentful. For the first few years they were together, Selena says she was a bit of a mess. I didn't believe that he really loved me. So I was constantly picking fights. I was very jealous. I wanted him to prove himself to me all the time. I played a lot of mind games, you know, getting wasted pretending I was in trouble, then turning my phone off. There was just a lot of drama, which caused a lot of tension in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Threatening to kill myself, drunk, all the things. Mm -hmm. And so he's very clear that those years of being the caretaker, being with someone who was an addict and abusive verbally, physically, that really caused a lot of damage. Here's that building of resentment that Leah mentioned earlier. Selena's husband spent years taking care of her, loving her through hard times when she was still self-medicating. He did a lot of different things. Writing me notes before he would leave for work that said, go for a walk, make sure you do something you love to do, drink some water. Put your phone away. Get off social media. I love you. You're biggest cheerleader. And like, I was looking into me and didn't like me, but he was still rooting me on and cheering me on. Now Selena's feeling better, looking into the future with enthusiasm and expectations. 
but he's still recovering. And she wants him to be fully invested in their life together, including their sex life. But he's not there yet. So you get these little pebbles of resentment that just begin to litter your whole life, at which point, why in the world would you want to get naked with this person? And I'm not just talking physically naked. I'm talking about why would you want to get emotionally naked and raw and really vulnerable and present with this person? After two years of couples therapy, is it time to call it quits? Or is there something worth saving here? You know, I haven't been consistent with couples therapy because I'm just like, I'm fucking over it. Like, I don't want to keep digging into this every week you know it's it's beautiful out now I want to be outside I don't want to be dealing with this shit anymore the question I would want to ask Selena is does this relationship bring out the best version of you because if the dynamic between the two of them makes her feel like she's not thrilled with the person she is and she would like to show up as a whatever, more fun, more interesting, more sexually active (laughs) person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is a huge piece of information because this relationship in its current state is not likely to change a huge amount based on the resistance her partner is showing. I loved Leah's questions because they really got to the heart of the matter. If you're in a relationship and there's a sexual mismatch, it's worth asking yourself about resentment. Who's mad about what? Who's holding on to disagreements from a long time ago? Have you ever really talked through the big disagreements you've had so everyone got a chance to air their feelings? Any or all of these things could be having an impact. And if you're really questioning whether to stay or go, turn Leah's question on yourself. Are you happy with the person you are in this relationship? Should we break up is one of the most common decisions I help people make. And while that decision is different for every person, I have noticed some general themes. One, you probably already know the answer deep down. And two, deciding to leave a relationship is hard because it always means leaving something good behind. Love, maybe security, comfort, just the known. Or you're afraid of being single, of having to make 100% of the what-to-eat-for-dinner decisions, of coming home to an empty house. Even a bad relationship offers something. You might have fallen out of love, But that doesn't mean you're ready to share custody of your dog and figure out your own retirement account. Would leaving mean other changes for you? Job changes, location changes? Like, is it sort of a 360 degree everything in your life would change? Or it's just a like marriage would change and other things would stay more or less the same? No, I think everything. I think it would be a complete life overhaul because I don't know a lot of people where I live. I would need to get a job that pays me more money. Um, I would have to get a new home. So it would be a complete life overhaul. Selena teaches dance, does some acting and modeling, and works part-time in customer service. But it doesn't add up to a living, 
especially in the expensive place she's in now. She says she'd probably move to where she has friends, Florida or maybe Southern California. And she talks with real enthusiasm about the road not taken, a much more freewheeling, bohemian life than the one she ended up in. And there would be sacrifices in that, you know, whether that's going back into bartending or waitressing. And, you know, I don't I don't have a college degree, so I would have to be more gypsy-like um, and okay with the fact that I wouldn't have the stability of a husband supporting me. Mm-hmm. Does that thought sort of terrify you? Yes, it does. It terrifies me, but it also thrills me. At the same time, like mm-hmm. I kind of wish I could just do it for six months and test it out. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, okay, this doesn't uh-huh. work. I'm coming back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever brought up the idea of a trial separation? I did, actually. I did. And it was like every other thing I've mentioned shut down. Selena has actually brought up the idea that she might leave. But still, not much has changed in terms of her husband's behavior. And I want to take the opportunity to point out that no one is obliged to change. Her husband is absolutely entitled to not want to have sex. But the fact remains that there's a big incompatibility here. And it's not just about their physical connection. Even though you say that you used to fight 75% of the time and then 25% of the time was good, and now those numbers are reversed, fighting 25% of the time, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So I can hear you saying, like, yes, I I love him. Everything is so great. I want to stay with him. But the things that you have described, like resentment and nitpicking and uh, refusal to look inwards and to change, bickering about things, like, this is not just about sex. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And... If you knew things were going to pretty much be the same as now, your relationship, the fighting, the sex or lack of sex, that there was not going to be a significant change in any direction, what would you do then? I would probably want to start consider seriously leaving and separating our lives. And that feels really sad and scary to say out loud. Yeah. No, these, I mean, it's super scary. These these kinds of decisions are, like, life-changing. And they're, like we said, they're life-changing in, like, every area of your life, which is what makes them so hard. Because you cannot just change this one part of your life and everything else is the same and it's still comfortable and you have everything you know. The change you're talking about is, like, moving to a new place, getting a new job, like, starting a new a new love life. Like, every part of your life would be different. Um, and that is... An enormous, enormous decision. I want to say here that people stay in relationships for all kinds of reasons that aren't connected to romantic love. Things like physical safety, children, or because it's financially impossible to leave. But that's not Selena's situation. For her, this decision has less to do with what makes sense and almost everything to do with how she feels. And you can't find that answer in a pros and cons list. 
In our session, Selena did what almost all of my clients do when they need help deciding whether or not to break up. She told me all about how great her husband is, how they enjoy each other's company, the hiking and activities they love doing together, how much she loves him. And that's great. But when it comes down to it, it doesn't actually matter that much. The only question that really matters here, Selena, is in your heart of hearts, like, are you done? Because in many relationships, there comes a point when some, like, one person is just so tired and exhausted and beaten down that any change the other person makes is too little too late. Even if they start Mm. acting like the perfect partner and everything that they wanted, they all of a sudden get that sort of history and the burden of doing all that work and all that tiredness and all that expended effort and all those fights like that just kind of kills the spark. And it's I'm not saying it's impossible to get back, but it's really, really hard to get back. So are you at that point? I think I'm getting there. I think I'm definitely getting there. That's and that's why I'm I'm here because I'm scared that that's where I'm headed. And it's not where I want to be at all. You know, I'm thinking about this morning when he brought my coffee to me and like we laughed and his smile and like I don't want to I don't want to like give up. But at the same time, I don't want to keep trying to glue together broken glass, if that's what it is. Given the things that we've discussed, what do you think? I think I want to seriously consider what it would look like to take action steps to separate from my marriage and sit with those action steps and feelings. Okay. That that's a lot of words. Now, I'm like I like that you put action steps in there. Action <laughs> steps are one of my favorite things. But like let's talk about what you what that feels like. Like putting aside time to seriously consider the action steps that might be required in order for you to separate from your marriage, like condense that. What's going to happen next? I think in my next couple therapy session, I'm going to tell my husband we're going to separate. Even if I just do it for a month, like I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I need to do something. I need to rock the boat. I need space. Ending a marriage is incredibly emotional, and I was grateful to Selena for letting me help her through the process. We followed up with her to hear how things had gone, but she didn't respond. I can think of a few possible reasons why. One, she's broken up with her husband and is busy figuring out life on totally new terms. Two, things with her husband have improved just enough that Selena thinks it's worth sticking around and seeing what happens. And then there's the third option. She's still with him, not much has changed, and she's embarrassed to tell me. That would be my guess. 
There's a certain amount of shame attached to making a decision and then not following through on it. To be clear, I'm definitely not judging, but people do tend to do this to themselves. There is often a prolonged period where they've come to the realization that it's time to leave, but they can't bring themselves to fully look that decision in the face, let alone say the words out loud. Selena might not have been ready to take action on the decision, but deep down, I think she knew what it was. And if this is your situation, if you're questioning your relationship, I'd encourage you to think for a while and ask yourself whether or not you already know the answer to the question. Coming up on The Decision Coach. When I tell you I'm like such a back and forth bitch, I'm always like, wow, a new opportunity. I'm going to say yes. And then I'm like, wait, but what about all the things I'm going to miss out on at home? Like, I like go back and forth and walk myself in and out of decisions. And my, my problem is I need to commit. How to make a career decision when you're a back and forth bitch. That's next. Next. 